0: Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And I have to ask, did Nancy Pelosi save the world with her visit to Taiwan? Uh, this visit has been so interesting because it has exposed political cracks among typical bedfellows. There were a lot of Democrats, a lot of people on the left who were very much opposed to her visiting Taiwan. And then there's the question of who leaked the trip in the first place. Uh, There were Republicans who were celebrating this journey as though finally someone from the federal government uh, was ready to stand up to China with this symbolic visit to a Democratic nation who, um, you know, definitely is much more interested in self-rule than china is with its independence so joining me today is greg palcott he is our london-based senior foreign affairs correspondent for the fox news channel greg welcome to kennedy saves the world hi kennedy so what did nancy pelosi accomplish with her trip to taiwan
1: well certainly uh, Kennedy it was it was it was a show of political force uh, she stood up for the democracy that uh, Taiwan is she stood up for the freedoms that are there and certainly in contrast to what is happening about 100 miles across the the strait of Taiwan over in mainland China where it's anything but freedom and democracy she also walked into kind of a, a little bit of a murky political minefield uh, US for your listeners uh, adheres to what is called a one china policy that means there is one government in beijing and it runs everything we, we adopted that so we could uh, increase relations with china get china into the un security council et cetera, et cetera. but we've also had a lot of taiwan resolutions because we like what's happening in taiwan we want to improve its uh, democracy and to some degree its independent status but We've never recognized it now as a, as a nation af- after that one China policy. So it's it, it's a bit a bit here and a bit there. And uh, and frankly, Nancy went there in the past couple of days, Kennedy.
0: So was it more about Taiwan or was it more to show China? Because you know the the thing that a lot of people didn't realize about Nancy Pelosi is she has a long personal history of standing up to China. There are a lot of people in both parties who have. Placated and appeased China In in various ways And you know she is a A very high-ranking official. She's third in line for the presidency if, God forbid, something happens to President Biden or Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, So, you know, it it is more meaningful if she goes herself than just a congressional delegation. But she has taken it upon herself uh, to protest China in various ways at various times, including in China. You know, talking about uh, political prisoners over there unfurling a, a banner Um, admonishing China and championing freedom so it was what are the ramifications for US China relations in the short term and then long term based on her visit from your analysis
1: well, I think you nailed it, Kennedy. For decades, uh, Nancy Pelosi has been stridently against how things are run in Beijing, against the the current Chinese government and, and, frankly, past Chinese governments. So at the age of 82, where, frankly, she might not even be speaker next year, she might have seen this trip. And it's one stop of a five-stop Asian trip. She might have seen this stop in Taiwan as a real capstone of her career and a Real chance to uh, to stand up for the people of Taiwan. What we've seen is a difficult dance on the White House side. Uh, Nancy's there. Nancy goes. Uh, the White House is stuck with trying to deal with this uh, China policy and China relationship. I don't think President Biden is any real big fan of, of President Xi, but he frankly he's he's got he's got to live with him too. So you've been hearing a lot of squishy things coming out of a lot of spokespersons. In, in the past couple of days in the, in the Biden administration. But uh, frankly, it comes down to the reality of, of how you deal with this 1.3 million population uh, behemoth, uh, the big, big red elephant in the room, if you want, Kennedy.
0: All right. We got more of this interview after this. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy.
1: And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from The Kitchen Table, The Duffy's at Foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.
0: It's it's interesting because it did expose this rift between the president and the speaker. And, you know, they are probably in lockstep on most issues. But as we're watching this unfold and, you know, the president was vocal about saying, you know, the Pentagon doesn't really want her to go. There could be national security implications. This may not be the best idea. And then the speaker came out and she said, I haven't heard anything about that. The president hasn't called me. And, you know, obviously he's got her number and he could talk to her directly. But it was interesting because watching all of this, this will she, won't she, I was like, if anyone has watched Nancy Pelosi operate over the last 30 years, they know she's not going to back down from a challenge. That's why she is speaker. That's why she has been reelected speaker. Uh, People in her caucus fear her. And, And part of it is, you know, to her political opponents, she's annoyingly uncompromising but you know and i've always said this like republicans wish they had someone like her and i wish there were more people in government and in culture in media even in sports who would stand up to china so it 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 was not wholly unsurprising that when the trip leaked she still went
1: Yeah, Kennedy. It it, it was a bold, strong uh, uh, visit. It only lasted 17 hours, but she met the president of Taiwan. She met other officials there and she enunciated what a lot of people feel, frankly, on both sides of the island. That is a a great admiration for uh, the the folks on in Taiwan and and what they're trying to do. Uh, Let me just get back, though. I mean, uh, President Biden probably didn't love the idea of her going. He said that the Pentagon didn't love the idea. Idea of it's going. She's gone now. She's on to Seoul, then Tokyo, and, and then home. And now the Pentagon is looking at a really, really dangerous situation. Starting tomorrow, according to Chinese state media and authorities, uh, Beijing is launching probably the most aggressive military exercises around Taiwan it has ever done. It has identified six different zones encircling Taiwan. That'll be the target of long-range missiles, artillery fire, short-range missiles, planes, ships, etc. To me, uh, Kennedy, looking at the plans for this exercise, which is supposed to last four days, it looks uh, nothing short of uh, close to a declaration of war without stepping over that line. In fact, Taiwan today is saying their sovereignty could be breached. Their their shipping and their aviation certainly will be disrupted. What the Pentagon, I'm sure, is worrying about is that there is a real chance for some kind of a clash or some kind of a mistake to happen. And that's what they're watching while the 17-hour trip is over, Kennedy.
0: Yes. You know, we, we talk a lot about trade and, and intellectual property theft. Uh, but man straddling an invasion and a hot war with china it just it would require uh resources and life that i don't think the united states uh is willing to or should spend but you know we'll we'll see how all of this plays out just because someone engages in an act of disruption it doesn't have to equal war and hopefully china is more rational than that They don't want a hot war with the United States. The United States doesn't want a hot war with a nuclear power like China. You know, it's like we have our hands full with everything that's going on in Ukraine and, you know, every other part of the world where we are tangentially involved militarily. So hopefully, uh, calmer heads will prevail. I'm glad she went. Um, obviously, we, we don't want this entire situation to slide off the cliff. And I'm glad that you are in London keeping an eye on the rest of the world uh, while we sit here and sleep and talk about things like great dogs.
1: <laughs> we'll see how it goes, Kennedy. Thank you very much.
0: All right, Greg Palcott, thanks so much for being a part of the podcast. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network.